What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I am your host, Emmy Morgan. I just wanted to start off by quickly saying um, happy Memorial Day uh, for tomorrow to all of you vets, anyone serving. Um, I just want to take the time to thank you all for your contribution to not only your service, but protecting this country and our freedoms. Um, I know it's designed to honor and mourn the military personnel who have died, but I do want to, like I said, take the time to thank the people that are still active. Um, I just really feel like that's a special type of brave person that signs up for that. I know I'm not brave enough to sign up for it. I'll be 100% honest. I never was. I had two uncles that served on my mother's side, so and um, one of my uncles on my dad's side. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't really want to get into detail just yet, but through Ancestry.com, I actually have found... Um, my dad's side of the family, which has been shocking. Um, and, yeah, I don't want to get into it 100% just yet. I want to – I'm not done investigating, so I don't want to – I don't want to do a Law & Order SVU and talk about a case before it's done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I really, really, really – feel like anybody who serves is brave um for some people and like my guest if you remember um he's a good friend uh kevin caliber he ended up serving because of 9-11 so some people have specific reasons and other people they just need direction i know a lot of people who went into the military right after high school because they had no direction. They had no goals. They didn't know what they wanted to do. So they figured, I'm going to join the military. They're going to pay for my um, college, and I'm going to get some, some, some sort of direction in my life. Other people, you know, it's a family tradition. Like, everybody has their own reasons. And also, I want to take the time to thank all of the transgender men and women who are serving as well. It's not just brave to serve in the the armed forces, but also then to come out in the armed forces. Like, holy crap. And there is a lot of 
those branches are not listening to our our president currently. Our president wants to uh, fire people that are transgender, feels like we're a um, financial burden, and those branches are not doing that. Those branches are standing up for their their fellow brothers and sisters, and I I can't help but feel a little bit more love for the armed forces for doing that. Like, at the end of the day, does it really matter who's next to you in the trenches trying to help you? If it's a man, woman, or a trans person, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you trust the person next to you to save your freaking life. That's what matters. And on May 15th of this year, during all of this pandemic and everything, the U.S. Navy grants first waiver for transgender member, excuse me, for transgender service member to come out and to have the surgery um, and to serve as their preferred gender. I have a problem with the word preferred. I don't think any trans person prefers to be transgender. You know, we don't prefer it. It's a necessity. But the language that we're going to use, whatever. Um, So, yeah, they're not listening to the president. The president isn't the one in the trenches. The president isn't the one making the call to strike. The president isn't the one running on the battlefield, risking their, his life every single day. The president's family knows at the end of the day he's going to come home. These soldiers, it's a crapshoot unless you're at a desk job. And even desk jobs, it depends where the desk job is. If your desk job is you know, anywhere near the enemy lines, who's to say that somebody finds that location and, and bombs it, you know? Like, I love that the armed forces are banding together to protect their own. That is, it's so funny because you someone filled with so much hatred and um, discriminatory action that everyone's going to follow suit, and we haven't been. Some have, but I'm glad the armed forces is one that's not. It, it makes me just a little bit more proud to be an American that has these people protecting me. So, um, so the topic of today is mainly about words mattering. And when you say words, whether it's out of anger, whether it's joking, And sometimes out of ignorance, it has a lasting impression. Um, This obviously came up because Hannah Brown, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but Hannah Brown from Bachelor Nation was on her um, Instagram Live, and she was singing a rap song, and all of a sudden, the N-word came, and she said it. And she didn't say N-I-G-G-A. She said N-I-G-G-E-R. It's very clear on the video. 
And then her friend said, you can't say that. And she's like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't say anything. Wait, what? And the people on her live must have commented. And then she giggled, which, okay, at first I get it's probably a nervous giggle. I'm going to let the first giggle go. But then she said, no, I didn't say that word. I would never say that word. It must have been my brother, who's not even in frame, who you can't hear. You can only hear her talking and one other person, which is another woman. So then it becomes, okay, now it's not so cool. And then she kept staring because she kept typing, looking at the screen. Apparently she now realizes that she said the word. She's like, no, I didn't say it. No, that wasn't me. (laughs) Another giggle. I'm going to let the first one go, the second one, not so much. Now you know you're in the thick of it, girl, and you're giggling about this? So, of course, some people, and I'm going to say some because I want to be very clear with that, Some people in white America said, what are you people talking about? She's singing the lyrics of a song. Why can't you guys just get over it? If black people can say the word, then I don't see a problem with it. Oh, really? Let me tell you something. Some women will divorce their husbands for saying the C word. Imagine if a guy said to you, women would be offended. He called me a bitch. He's, he's a chauvinist. He's misogynist. He's this, that, and the third. That word has been used by men to oppress women because the actual word is a female dog. So basically men when they refer to a woman who's, quote, naggy or not going by their um, their standards or not agreeing with them or argumentative, they call them a bitch to be little men. Again, some men do that. Women call each other bitch, sometimes as a term of endearment. Sometimes they're really mad. But women have the right to call each other a bitch. Now, take that and put it towards the N-word. The N-word has been used by racist white people to oppress and put down black people. Black people have taken the word, recalibrated it, and used it amongst each other as sometimes a term of endearment. Same thing. The word queer in the LGBTQ community was used by homophobic cisgender people to oppress gay people. You're queer. You're a fag. LGBTQ people took the word fag, took the word queer, recalibrated it, and used it own advantage. There's a term called a fag stag, or sorry, a fag hag. Fag stag is a straight guy that hangs out with gay people. Fag hag is a straight girl, cisgender straight girl who hangs out with gay people. Fag stag is cisgender 
straight man who hangs out with gay, gay men or gay people. We've reappropriated it. Queer is now a term used by someone who's non-binary, who doesn't identify as a man or a woman, and basically is also pansexual, who can fall in love with anyone, no matter what their gender. That's queer. So what's the problem? How do people not get to not use the N-word? Well, what if we hear it in a song? What do we do? Take a fucking pause. Don't say the word. If you are not a brown skin, you should not be saying that word. Period. End of story. That is worse than calling a woman a bitch. Because any woman could be called a bitch. Only black women could be called an N-word bitch. Stop saying the word. Take a pause. Treat it like a swear word. Okay? If you are not of that color, treat it like a swear word. Would you say that word in front of your grandmother? In front of your kids? Beep it out. You're singing the song, blah, 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 blah. Beep. You sing the song, take a pause. Very simple. Nick Vial had a video. He posted a video saying the very thing I went over just now. But he also added something that I thought was really, really important. He added a lot that was really important. He, um, he said that, you know, to be more sensitive, if we are saying that we are allies to the black community, we need to be sensitive and appreciate that. And we need to not ever use the word, even when you're alone in the car by yourself, don't use the word. I was like, wow, he is really woke. And, um, it reminded me of, and I posted on his Instagram, not to be a bitch, not to be petty, but because I felt like he got it. I think I talked about the incident where I was on his show. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, as a guest, I wanted to know why cisgender men had a problem with trans women or what the hang-up was. And he kept calling us transgenders in my presence, and I just felt he was very ignorant about it. And he never stopped to ask me what the proper terminology is. And so I posted on his page, you know, Nick, I agree with everything you said in the video. There was a time when you were ignorant as well. I just don't want you or anybody else to feel like Nick is perfect because he's not. He is growing as well. And, you know, at this point, I think I would go back on his show as a guest. I think I would want to educate him. And I'm not as angry about it anymore because I feel like at the time, I don't think he was open to being educated. I think he is now. Um, but I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate when people make mistakes and can admit it. There's so much strength in admitting your mistakes, and you were wrong about something, um, gosh, there was, it's just, I, I gained so much more respect for someone, you know, like, in all honesty, if my upstairs neighbor came down and said, you know what, I'm being a dick, I've been a dick to you, I am sorry for all the noise I've caused, and disruption, I mean, yesterday, he started it, 
9.30 blasting his music. If he came down to my apartment, apologized wholeheartedly, and then didn't repeat the same stuff that he did, I would have so much more respect for him. For me, that wipes away everything. When someone can admit their mistakes and don't do the same actions that they did, that is like, wow, I gained so much respect for you. Because I try to do that. I fuck up all the time. I actually had to apologize for my mom because I didn't believe the story that she told me about my dad. And I found out that the story she was told was true. And the story that she told me was true. So I apologized to her. I didn't, there was not one ounce of pride. There was not one ounce of, oh, this is a difficult conversation. When you know you're wrong, admit it. What is the harm? Your pride? You know, would you rather keep your pride and look, look like you think you're perfect or let go of that pride and get closer to somebody? Which would you rather do, really, honestly? I just think, um, I just think we need to get over ourselves. <laughs> I really do. Um, speaking of words matter, Khloe Kardashian put up a picture. She put up a picture, and in the picture, she just does not look like herself. Period, point blank. There's nothing around it. She looked so different. Her face looked thinner. Her nose looked thinner. Her eyes looked a little bigger. Her brows looked like she looked different. And, of course, when I saw it, I jokingly said, you know, is this Aisha Curry? Because she looked like Aisha Curry. I actually thought it was Aisha Curry until someone told me it's Khloe Kardashian. Um, but I know it's Chloe. What I surmise is that she's trying to get back into shape. She probably lost weight in her face. She probably had really good lighting in that U-ring. And she probably did her makeup contour a little different. How you can tell for people who don't contour ever is if you look at the picture, if you see the, her nose, you can see that the contour isn't blended perfectly. You could still see some of the contour on her nose. So I'm thinking like the contour, you can see her lips are overdrawn a little. So I really truly believe that. People are saying, oh, she had plastic surgery. Oh, she's trying to look like Kim. Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something about Khloe Kardashian. I have secretly, not secretly, watched this show since season one, episode one. I play the game. Kim Kardashian Hollywood. I don't care. I've been playing it since 2016. Deal with it. I don't care if you judge me. Let me tell you something. The whole time I've been watching, Kim and Courtney are, bi- are biologically full sisters to, to Chloe. I want to say that Courtney is five feet or something, and Kim is like five two, or I don't I don't know their height, but I know that they're short. They're short and they look like Chris Jenner. Chloe 
when she was little, had blonde hair, and she was always tall. Right now, Chloe is 5'10". 5'9 or 5'10". Throughout her entire life, she's been compared to Kim and Courtney, and called the fat Kardashian, called the manly Kardashian, called she's adopted, she's OJ's kid. She doesn't look like them. This woman, with words, has been beaten down every fucking day of her life. Then, she got thin. She got in shape. She got her body snatched, okay? As the kids would say. She got her body snatched. Suddenly, she was no longer the fat Kardashian. She was just Chloe. Then she had her baby, and now she's back to get here. She's pregnant. I don't know about if that's a, a rumor or not, but whatever. My point is, stop it. Stop making fun of this woman. She's had enough. When they were calling her the fat Kardashian, it was when she was an adult. It wasn't when she was a kid. It was season one and two of the show. That's when she started getting in shape because she was just so over being made fun of. I know, Kardashians, I know, they, they have no real talent. I know all of it. All that you say, I get it. But at the end of the day, this is a human fucking being. If you want to judge her and say, oh, she's using her money unwise, that's fine. But stop judging her looks, please. She has been through the fucking ringer. First, she wasn't a Kardashian. Then, you know, OJ had an affair with Kris Jenner, so that, she's, she's the kid. Then she's a fat Kardashian. Just stop, guys. Stop making fun of this woman. Whether you like her or not, stop making fun of her. Because not, not only bad for you, but it comes back to you. When you put out that much hate, when you put out those nasty vibes, honey, it always comes back. Trust and believe. Whether you believe in karma, God, Allah, doesn't matter. It will fucking come back to you. You're going to be in a lurch. You're going to be sitting there wondering why my life sucks. And it's because of those moments. Um, someone else who put some words out there, Lana Del Rey, apparently out of nowhere, say that she wants to be heard because she feels like people say she glamorizes abuse and um, started naming artists and saying that, you know, she just, she's too glamorous. That's why she hasn't become a household name. Well, she is now, but not for her music. Let me tell you something. Never, ever, ever, celebrities, please listen to me. I know that you think that I'm a nobody. I probably am not. But never let your tragedies, your scandals, or your 
words, your personal words, come before your art. Because right now, nobody knew who the fuck Lana Del Rey was. Now they do. Will they listen to her music? Probably not. They'll think she's a whiny bitch. There's that word again. I'm a woman, I could say it. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, they're not going to take her seriously. When you attack other people, that's not the way to do it. That's That's not how you get ahead in life. Because now there's cancel Lana Del Rey party on Twitter. That's the cancel culture. I want to talk about the cancel culture. I know I've talked about it before. I think it should exist for people that deserve it. Some people that deserve it, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hashtag not sorry. Hannah Brown needs to be canceled. Here's why. Not just for the fact that she said these word, that word, not just for the fact that she giggled, but Nick Bial spilled a little tea in his video. He was saying that, you know, people in Bachelor Nation who he's had, I mean, Nick is pretty big in Bachelor Nation. He has a lot of contact with people. I think he's got a lot of friends still in Bachelor Nation. He has, has it on good authority that many people in Bachelor Nation have had a, quote, Hannah Brown experience. Why are we letting the bad people run the world? What is she famous for? End of the day. Nick Vial is famous for his podcast, being on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And he has a company called Natural Habits, which is um, essential oils, business-minded. He has a talent for interviewing people. You can't argue him. Compare him to Hannah Brown. What is she, what is she famous for? Tyler Cameron, he started this uh, company with his best friend and roommate, Matt James, called ABC Tours. And what that does is it takes kids from underprivileged communities and brings them to fancy restaurants to give them a sense of hope. I mean, it might not sound like much, but at least it's something. Someone's doing something. What is Hannah Brown doing with her life? You can say whatever you want about Jed Wyatt. You can call him a cheater. You can call him this, that, and the third. He's making music. What is Hannah Brown doing? I'm sorry, but I think she needs to be canceled. She has negatively affected everybody around her, whether they're going to speak up. Nick spoke up. I didn't know that about Bachelor Nation. I thought they all liked her. Nope. Nope. That's what producers wanted you to think. She does need to be canceled. Lana Del Rey? No. 
What she said was catty. What she said was rude. Cancelable? No. No. No, not at all. Um, I think we need to be careful when we cancel people. And I think you need to have a case file, to be honest with you, because cancel culture is real. Kevin Spacey's not working. He's been canceled. Harvey Weinstein is in jail. He's been canceled. Like, cancel culture works. The law sometimes works. Uh, Speaking of the law, I do want to transition out of cancel culture. There has been a report. Now, everybody knows about Ahmaud Arbery. Hashtag justice for Ahmaud. I kept asking myself, why did he go into that construction site? It was abandoned. There's footage that shows him. I get it. So the story is, let me just recap for you. A few weeks prior, a black guy went into a construction home on a particular street in Georgia on camera, stole things. He was like a heavier black guy. He did steal things from that construction site. Jumped to February. You see a video of Ahmad going into a renovation, excuse me, property. You see him walk around, but he's not taking anything. He's just looking around, and then he leaves. Upon leaving, he's videotaped by some guy. He's stopped by two other guys. I think the guy that was videotaping was Willie. Travis is a retired it was Travis and George. I don't know which is the dad and which is the son. I really don't give a fuck. Um, both of them stopped Ahmad as he came out of the home and said, but there's no audio. I'm not sure what was said. There's no audio on the video. He, Willie is recording from his car a little distance away. Apparently what happened was Willie was the one that first saw Ahmad go in called his friends and said, hey, this looks like the black guy that stole earlier. Now, neither of those three people are law enforcement. Neither of those three people are Neighborhood Watch. They took this upon themselves. Neither of these three people were affected by Ahmad going into that um, construction site. They pursued Ahmad. Ahmad was walking away, double back, attacked the guy. The guy shot him multiple times, even after Ahmad was still shot him. I'm guessing the guy called him the N-word. That's why he attacked him and went back. But here's the, here's the story. The guy who owned the construction site, Larry English, he said he never even thought. Ahmad was going to, to rob his place. He never had, he watched the video after Ahmad had been killed. He never thought Ahmad was doing anything wrong. Do you not want to know why? Because 10 other videos, surveillance videos, show other people 
going into that same construction site, looking around, just like Ahmad did. Ahmad's the only one that was gunned down. Other individuals went into that same site and walked around and looked around and did exactly what Ahmad did. So all three of those idiots are arrested. I'm being light when I say idiots. All three of those murderers are arrested. The 11 videos will be shown as evidence in court, and I hope justice is served and they're all put away. All of them, all three. Um, It's a sad, sad world when you feel like justice might not be served. There was a time when we felt not just as people of color, but just in general, we felt like you break the law, it'll serve its purpose. But nowadays, it's like you break the law, it depends. Who breaks the law? It depends, you know? I'm nervous that they won't get justice and they'll come out and do this again. That's what I'm nervous about, to be honest with you. I hope it doesn't happen that way. There's so much evidence to prove that they targeted somebody. Because if you look at the video and you look at a mod, two different black guys, completely body type, everything. But, yeah, they racially profiled him and then they killed him. Um, the final thing I want to talk about is RuPaul's Drag Race. So, as you know, I've been watching the final two episodes, and up till now, it's been like a normal show until last week. I think Sherry Pie won. I think she won. Um, because the show last Friday was very strange. It was like a recap. So it had all the, the queens back via Skype and you know, whatnot and Zoom. Uh, Rue was there with an odd-looking mask. I don't know. What happened? Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to guess. Um, but they were talking about the episode. They were talking about those three. Obviously, Sherry Pie was not on it. They were showing clips of the show, but they weren't in studio. They weren't, it, they didn't show the episode. So I'm just, uh, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Sherry Pie was, of course, um, accused of catfishing several men, saying that she was a woman casting casting director and asked for revealing photos from these guys. And it turns out, you know, she was catfishing them and, you know, um, whatever. So they excluded Sherry up until this week. 
last week she was in the episodes and blah, 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 and the the episodes prior, but this week she has not she was not in the episode and next week she won't be either. But it was just weird how like the episode unfolded. There there had to have been a better way to do that. But um Mediva Mendez moment. So one of my long term crushes uh, celebrity crushes. I, I want that. I want that known. Juan Pablo de Pasi put up a video of Madonna. It, it was a mashup video. Madonna on one side, him on the other. Sometimes um, she was dancing to Hung Up and he was too. And it was so cute. And he, the caption was, you know, I waited my whole childhood to be like Madonna for one flittering moment I was. And then I posted underneath, maybe Madonna was trying to be you. And I had the emoji of the head exploding. And he liked it. I like, I don't know why I get so like, so much enjoyment when like my favorite celebrities, like, I just feel like, I said it before, I just feel like seen, like, Hi, I'm over here. Oh, my God, you noticed me. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. Like, I just felt so, like, giddy when I saw him like it. I just love him. I think if I ever met him, i try to set him up with a couple of guys that I, I don't know. I kind of feel like he would be good with, well, he's, there's a couple of guys I think he should date. I don't know. I would just have so much fun, like, sitting there and gossiping with him and trying to hook him up with different guys in the industry. I don't know. I want to be his birthday. Uh, so I want to give a shout-out to my boo, Frank. I love you, Frank Anthony. Um, I think I may have given him a shout-out last week. I don't care. I'm going to give him a shout-out again this week. Listen to his podcast anywhere that you can get your podcast, Let Me Be Frank. He also has um, merch for sale. I bought one of his shirts. It's a lip service. Um, support him. And, yeah, he's a friend of the show, Abby, and one of my besties. I love him to death. So um, let me be frank, listen to the podcast. I think he has a different topic every single week. And, yeah, he's he's amazing. Actually, my, I'm actually going to visit my mom and socially distance with one of my sisters today. And I might on the car ride listen to some Let Me Be Frank. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, have a great day, everybody. Happy Memorial Day. Thank you again to the servicemen and women that you do, everything that you've done, um, the ones that have fallen, thank you so much for your service. I know you're listening up there. Um, love you all. Thank you so much. To my uncle who served, he, has, he did pass away in 2016. Thank you, Uncle Brother. I love you so much. And um, to my Uncle Roy who served and my Uncle Jesse who served who are still on this planet. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, everybody enjoy your Memorial Day and stay safe. Please keep social distancing and we will talk again next week. Bye, everyone. 
still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.